Welcome back to another episode of Talk Commerce, where we explore how industry leaders are strategically shaping the e-commerce landscape. My name is Brent Peterson, your host, joined by my talented co-host and our resident comedian or critic, Veronica Costello. Hi, everyone. Yes, Brent, and here's hoping your jokes have improved since our last episode. We're ecstatic today because we have created a new e-commerce term right here on Talk Commerce. Prepare yourself for the reconvert rate, something our special guest today, Ruth Evenhaim, will be diving into with us. That's right, Veronica. Ruth is the co-founder of Reconvert, a game changer in the e-commerce realm. That's considerably transforming how Pote's purchase upselling is done by Shopify. And trust me, our conversation about reconvert rate or reconversion rate and Ruth's journey in the industry will be far more amusing than any of my attempts at humor. We certainly hope so, Brent. As folks tune into this episode, both Shopify store owners and those involved in e-commerce will find invaluable insights and tips. It's not every day that you come across innovative approaches like Ruth's that can drastically impact sales in e-commerce. Absolutely, Veronica. Let's buckle up and dive into this enriching discussion. But first, a short word from our sponsors. Great news for the Magenta community. Hoofa is now fully supported by Amnesty, the number one Magento extension provider. With a catalog of over 250 Magento products and solutions and a full range of custom development services, Amnesty actively invests in providing compatibility with the Hoofa theme. 33 solution compatibilities have already been released and are available as part of the regular product subscription with no extra charge. And many more new compatibilities are coming. In partnership with Hoofa, Amnesty is focused on providing its clients with high quality extensions, great performance, and a high level of service. Visit amnesty.com for more details. That's A-M-A-S-T-Y dot com. And remember to tell them Talk Commerce sent you. Is your Magento site moving at a snail's pace? Believe it or not, you're in the same boat as 90% of Magento store owners. Let's add a splash of optimism. I recently had a client who revived their site by switching to Hoofa. Their excitement was contagious. Hoofa is more than just a theme. It's like having a secret weapon in your e-commerce arsenal. Picture this. You're crafting an online space that's as vibrant, engaging, and dynamic as your brand. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? That's the Hoofa magic. Performance, top-notch. Usability, smooth as butter. With Hoofa, hitting Google Lighthouse scores of 100 isn't a dream, it's reality. My client and I have been on this exhilarating journey, and I tell you, it's a game changer. But hey, Hoofa isn't just about turbocharging your performance. It's about putting a personal stamp on your store. The theme is fully customizable. Play around, express yourself, make it truly yours. My client has been having a blast watching their online storefront transform supercharged by Hufa's powerful features and tools. Ready for transformation? Why not test drive Hufa and feel the difference yourself? Visit hyva.io. That's hyva.io. 
And when you get there, don't forget to mention that Talk Commerce sent you. Trust me, you're in for a treat. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. Welcome to this episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Ruth Evanheim. Ruth, go ahead, do an introduction. Tell us your day-to-day role and one of your passions in life. All right. Thank you for having me. So I am the co-founder of Reconvert. We are a post-purchase upsell app for Shopify. We were one of the first apps on Shopify for the thank you page upselling, but now there's a lot of other players as well. And my role in the company, honestly, as a co-founder, you do a little bit of everything. Uh, Officially, I am the COO, uh, but I just do a little bit of everything. And one of my biggest passions in life is content and writing. So that's something that I also do a lot of in the company. I love doing that. It has been a passion since I was a kid. That's awesome. We can talk about my new company is all about content and performance of content. But that's a side note. Let's keep the topic. Ruth, I know that you were very nice to agree to have me tell you a joke before we start our conversation. So what all I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a joke, and you should just tell me if that joke should be free or if you feel somebody should charge for that joke. Or if maybe later on we could figure out how can we re-promote that joke after the purchase. (laughs) All right, here we go. At a job interview, I filled my glass of water until it overflowed. Nervous, said the interviewer. No, I always give 110%. I think this joke can be free. Uh, it's nice, but it didn't crack me up. I'm not on the floor laughing right now. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll be honest that 99% of my jokes leave everybody just bewildered. Let's talk about let's talk about post-purchase promotions and I know in our green one we talked about how that's that that's a missed opportunity by most merchants. So tell us a little bit about why you started what you're doing and why you're why it's such an important thing for any merchant i founded reconvert with my brother and we started the company because we were both merchants like we we both had shopify stores and one of the issues that we had was with upselling post purchase the thank you page on shopify by default is very blank there's not a lot in there it's basically an exit door from your store and as a merchant, you don't want that. If someone bought something, they're like a warm lead for the next purchase. You really want to uh, capture this moment and see if you can get them to buy again. So that is something that we decided to focus on. We just didn't see a solution in the App Store that really got us all the solutions that we wanted. And I, I think that it's very simple when you ask why should merchants focus on that. If you look at Amazon, at eBay, all of these bigger platforms that really are professionals in e-commerce, you can see their thank you page. Even AliExpress or Shein or all of these other platforms that maybe sell cheaper products, their thank you page doesn't look like a thank you page. You keep scrolling, you see more products, it calls you back in. And it works. They do that because it works, because it gets customers back uh, to buy again. And I really think that when you don't optimize post-purchase, it's a lost opportunity to get someone who already trusts you enough to buy again. 
you see that the in the customer journey, that part of it is just forgotten by the merchant most of the time. They cut the people think about optimizing, getting people into the funnel. They have them in the funnel, then they just see the bottom of the funnel, and boom, it's done. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's and I can see why you really, especially when you are getting started, you're focusing a lot on getting your first sales on getting people when they're in the website to actually buy. And then thinking about growing your average order value or upselling or getting people to buy more is secondary to that. First, get them to buy something. And then maybe upsell them pre-purchase in the product page, in the cart, etc. Thinking about post-purchase is like you're too busy celebrating the success of, hey, I got a purchase, that's great. That you don't really, you don't really manage to focus on actually using this traffic. The thank you page is a landing page or any post-purchase page. is another landing page in your website that you can use. Thinking about the thank you page, let me first ask, you said you were a merchant before. What sort of products did you sell and how did you see those opportunities coming when you started doing that post-purchase promotions? So I was, I ran two smaller Shopify stores and they were both selling uh, products locally. It, it, they were very niche stores doing some local aggregation of products from suppliers that weren't online and just selling them to the community online, growing their reach basically instead of just around them, uh, allowing them more easily to get online. And this business had a lot of issues. One of the main issues was profitability. Shipping was expensive. The, the products themselves were not cheap. And in order to make a profit, I had to get uh, increase the price of the product and then conversion rate goes down. So it's really this game that I think everyone in e-commerce knows pretty well of how much can I stretch the product price before people stop buying. And one of the solutions was, okay, instead of increasing the product price so much, let's just increase how many products are in each order because then for shipping, I don't pay much more and I can actually increase my profitability. So that was something that we tried a lot. I played with it a lot, trying to figure out how to get people to add more products to the order. And I think there are a lot of ways to do that. There are a lot of tactics. You can upsell pre-purchase as well. But the issue with pre-purchase is that all of these pop-ups and offers can be really annoying. They can make people abandon your website when you do too much of them. So it's really a balance of finding a way to incorporate it into the purchase funnel. And then post-purchase, you're not in a danger of losing this customer. You can do a little bit more. You can be a little more aggressive with your upselling. And, I, I, and forgive me for my technology lapse here, but in Shopify, do you have the opportunity in post-purchase to add on to an order? Or is, when the order is complete in Shopify, can you, are you, do you have to create a new order? Initially, when we first started, we had to create a new order. And then some merchants would manually merge the orders together. But now things have really changed, and there's actually two ways you can upsell post-purchase. You can either use the thank you page, which, again, like we said, it, it's a landing page, and it can really allow you to do a lot. You can optimize the page. Or you can use the post-purchase upsell pages, which are a one-click upsell feature that Shopify allowed a lot of apps to get into. And it's basically directly between the checkout and uh, the thank you page, a page dedicated to a single upsell 
with one click you add it to the order. You don't even have to re-enter payment details because they just charge the customer from the credit card that they just used for the order. So you can really build a full funnel that adds more than one product to the existing order. Or create a new order. It's really up to the merchant. Some of them prefer to do it that way. So you've so essentially Shopify have given you an opportunity to add an extra step between the thank you page, but then on the thank you page you also offer them more opportunities to to buy something more or even to buy something more in the future. Yeah, I think when we talk about the future, the Shopify thank you page is also the order status page, and I don't know what it's like in other e-commerce platforms, but. On Shopify, when they send the automatic shipping updates to the customers, they uh, send them a link to the thank you page to track the order. And people, what we have seen is that people go back to the thank you page about one and a half times per order by average. So you really get a lot of views there, and you can use it to not only upsell them directly after the order, but maybe a week later when they come to check in where the order is at, has it been shipped yet, they can also get a discount and buy something else. Yeah, I was going to mention that uh, maybe a couple months ago I, I interviewed somebody that had a similar idea and that post, th- that account page or the page where you're seeing your tracking information is so important. Do you have any statistics around how many people, like the percentage of people actually purchase at that point after, before they've received the next order or is it... Mainly they're adding things to the cart or viewing things. Mm, I don't actually have specific statistics about the number of people who accept the offer after a few days or directly after the the order was made. That's actually an interesting uh, metric to check. But I can tell you that a lot of the merchants using reconvert, they like to separate the offers that they show. So you might show a very special large offer, I don't know, 30% on the thank you page directly after the order. But if it has been a few days, then maybe you'll offer something a little different. Maybe you'll give a smaller discount because you want it to not feel as exclusive as the one that they just received after the order. So that can affect conversion rates as well. But I'm not sure exactly about the numbers here. Do you feel as though this is a whole new metric? Because you talk about conversion rates and you talk about somebody that's come to your site for the first time, that conversion rate is the visit and and if they purchase. Now they've already purchased. Is there now a new metric called the reconversion rate? Um, There is. If you look in in the reconvert analytics, you can see how many offers we're accepted for reconvert. We haven't called it a reconversion rate, but I think it's a really good way to put it. It's basically how good are you at taking a customer that already purchased and turning them into a returning customer before they even left the website, the reconversion yeah. rate. So that, that's my gift to you today as a talk commerce that we're gonna, you're going to now coin this new term as the reconvert rate. Thank you, I will. We're going to put it on the website. So going a little bit back to statistics, is there a certain number of people that you do you, I'm assuming you, you encourage customers to A-B test. Can you A-B test the thank you page on Shopify to see how well different promotions work or? Uh, You can't A-B test it on Shopify. That's actually a feature we're working on to allow A-B tests, but there are other ways to kind of 
A-B test. I don't, I don't want to talk too much about specifically reconvert, but we do have funnels that you can create according to different triggers. So you can do some sort of trigger that kind of uh, does an A-B test. Like some of the customers, you'll show them this thank you page, and some of the customers, you'll show them this thank you page, and then you can see which one performed better. Okay, so the test would start at the top, say the top or the middle of the funnel, and at the end, you would have a different thank you page? Yeah. Interesting. And what have you seen? Is there a statistic that says, <clears throat> obviously, if you're offering nothing, you're going to get zero reconverting, right? <laughs> is What is the percentage of people that actually buy something after they've actually saw that item? So it's that's one that one is a tough uh, metric to give a an average for because it really varies. It varies in the type of products that you sell. If you're selling Teslas, then you're not going to get a lot of upsells. Like it's a it's an expensive product. The chances of people buying another one, unless you have some cheaper complementary products, is pretty low. But if you're selling makeup and you can upsell maybe cheaper products that are related to that, then you'll get a much uh, better conversion rate. What we have seen is that the conversion rate for post-purchase upsells moves anywhere between 1.5% to 15%. So it's a very large range, but usually the stores that have the lower conversion rate also have higher ticket items. So as far as the actual revenue that you get out of it, it usually increases the store revenue all the way to 15% more than they would have had without. Yeah, and going back to the Tesla example, that's a great example of how it's important if you have a service that's attached to your physical product. For example, with Tesla, you can purchase the the Internet in your car. So it, a lot of people don't know, but if if you were to say, you can get if you buy it right now you'll get the internet for $89 instead of $99 for the year or even offering some kind of little seat cover i don't know but that that's an opportunity as for a big ticket item to add small things on after the fact and i think you were talking earlier you were trying to get people to add more things in the cart during that process a lot of people don't think about all the different things they need for it and do you see that thank you page as an opportunity to do a little bit of extra education on whatever they purchased and then offering them something that's going to enhance that experience? Definitely. The thank you page doesn't have to be a place where you only upsell people. I think it's actually a really good opportunity to start if we look at customer retention and not just getting more revenue for a single order, your real goal is to get people to buy again. And again, you want to turn them into fans of your brand, into repeating customers. And I think if you only focus on generating revenue directly from the thank you page, then you're missing out on the opportunity to actually connect with your customers, uh, make them feel like you are here to provide value and not just take their money. And I really think that you could do a video or an FAQ section, even something like ask them for their birthday. And then later on their birthday, you can send them an email or an SMS with an offer specifically for that. These are like little ways that are not directly uh, revenue generating that you can use to really strengthen your community, your relationship with your customers. And if the product is 
a complex one like a Tesla. You could do a video reaffirming their decision to buy something like that and explaining some of the coolest features that they should know about, things that they should do when they get their, their products, as well as add some upsells with an explanation, with some text that lets them know exactly uh, what they can and can't do with the product. Uh, could you just briefly talk about the touchpoint opportunities that merchants should absolutely be looking at, especially on around a Shopify store? And I think you know, we, we've already discussed most merchants don't take these opportunities. All the way for that post-purchase funnel, and I like the fact that you can add something between the thank you page, but what are the other opportunities then post at, post-purchase that the merchants have that should what, what should they be looking at? post-purchase? Yeah. I think when you look at any channel you use to communicate post-purchase with your customers, you have the emails that are like the tried-and-true version of communicating with your customers post-purchase. And then you have things like SMS, push notifications, DMs on Facebook or any other platform. There's a lot of things that... There's a lot of ways to communicate with your customers. But I think finding a way to do that in a way that feels personal is super important. We have seen, for example, a really cool store that sells baby products. On the thank you page, they don't ask for your birthday. They ask for your child's birthday. And then when your kid's birthday comes in, they can send you a discount or a gift or say congratulations. And that's a really personal and cool way to communicate again and make the customer feel like this is more than just a transaction. There's something here that I can actually communicate with this brand back and forth and get them to buy again, of course. So I think any kind of opportunity that is unique to the customer, it can be an anniversary, it can be the specific holidays that this customer celebrates, and it can also be all the shipping, the different shipping updates for an order. I think this is another missed opportunity. A lot of people don't optimize these emails, don't optimize the tracking page. A lot of touch points that have higher open rates than just a weekly newsletter, which it's not always like we all get a lot of these. We all know we usually archive them or unsubscribe, but the transactional parts and the more personal parts are where you can really make a difference. Yeah, and I would guess that those transactional emails or even transactional SMS messages, mm-hmm. the more you can encourage your client to come back and look at that page, that status page, the more opportunities you have to sell them something. Yeah, definitely. If you optimize this page correctly, then you can both upsell them and kind of create this peace of mind and a good experience for the next purchase. They know exactly what's going on. They're going to feel more confident buying again later. Tell us a little bit then about how, uh, like, how can they find reconvert and, and what, how, you know, how that'll help, not help, but, uh, you know, how they can get that going in their store. You can find Reconvert in the App Store, in the Shopify App Store. But like I said in the beginning, I do love content. We created a CRO ebook that we are giving away for free. And I would love it if people go ahead and check that out. You can find it in reconvert.io slash CRO. It's just an ebook with, I think, 35 tactics to help merchants improve their conversion rate in their store. And it includes post-purchase, but not only. 
it's all the things that you need to do to really get there. That's great. If you were to have something like a nugget or some kind of great inspiration you could give a merchant going into this next quarter in 2023, what would that be? That's an interesting question. I think looking at the status of the world today, there's a lot of talk of recession and how it's going to get a little more difficult to buy things and it's going to get a little more difficult to run businesses. So I really think it's the little things that make a difference. If you have a running business that is already generating money and profits, Sometimes it's not about finding new customers or finding new products. It's the small optimizations in your store and in your business, post-purchase, pre-purchase, in your ads, things that can move the needle in little ways that make the biggest differences. Yeah, and I guess would you agree that, say, reconvert, a lot of merchants will look at their bottom line to try to optimize and save money, but oftentimes they're missing that average order value, and they're not pushing people to get those in, and they really need to pay attention to, all, like you said, all the things that can move the needle in a small way. I know there's books out there by adding 1%, your bottom line or your top line can give you that much more profit and revenue. This would be a way that any merchant should be looking at to do that. And there, there's not really, uh, there's not a downside to this at all. Is there? I, no, I don't think there is. I, I really think, again, like I said, anything that you do post-purchase is extra. It's the, You really lower the risk of anything that you wanted to do, maybe pre-purchase. And I think looking at your existing traffic and at your existing business and tweaking the things here and there that can really just generate more revenue is the way to go. It's the easiest yeah. way to go, basically. Yeah, and I would argue that having a page that says, thank you for your order, your order number is 12345, is less appealing than, thank you for your order. By the way, here's some nice, colorful pictures of other items you could potentially buy, right? In every way, it makes the experience better for the purchaser. Yeah. There's no, yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, go ahead. No, this scroll action that we all love, like whenever I buy something and I get to a thank you page and I can scroll for more products, I do it. I just do it because it's even if I'm not planning to buy anything, I love the experience and I add more things to the cart for my next order and it just works. It's We just enjoy it. It's addicting. Yeah, and I think video too is going to be the next whatever is coming out maybe live video but just that post-purchase video from the founder saying hey thanks for your purchase here's a little bit about me or giving them an opportunity to learn a little bit more about the product and i you had also mentioned community earlier making that community around that product and i did have an interview where they talked about the difference between amazon and the small merchant is amazon is just this dry thing that nobody cares about the community right they're there just to buy something and everything else around that is is nothing you don't care about going and doing that with with a with a merchant you're there for part of it is is there for the experience in the community and how important that is I love that point of view. I think Amazon, actually, when you think about it, they don't have a good reputation. <laughs> like Amazon is considered this giant that is tramping over smaller businesses and abusing their employees. And whatever that's true or not, that's the reputation that they have. So you really can 
focus on your values as a business and how your customers relate to that when you build your community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody characterizes David as this beautiful king who was very handsome and and Goliath was not a very attractive person anyways. And Ruth, as we close out, I give every every, uh, guest an opportunity to do a shameless plug about anything you'd like. What would you like to plug today? I feel like I already did that with the CROA book, but I, I would love to plug that, basically, the uh, reconvert.io slash CRO. That's awesome. I'll, and I'll make sure I put those in the show notes. Ruth, it's been a very enjoyable conversation. I will make sure we get all this, how they can contact you and all those fun things. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Talk Commerce please rate this episode wherever you download your podcasts. We are actively looking for people to participate in the free joke project. Go to talk-commerce.com and sign up for your free spot on the free joke project. If you are a business, I will do a 30-second elevator pitch in the spot to help promote your business. That's talk-commerce.com.